Hello, this is Gurmeher Kaur from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 9th of March. The Enforcement Directorate questioned Manish Sisodia for the second time in Delhi's Tehar Jail today. The former Delhi Deputy Chief Minister is in custody over an alleged money laundering probe into alleged irregularities in the Delhi excise policy. He was arrested on the 26th of February by the CBI. The 51-year-old leader of the Aam Aadmi Party was earlier questioned on Tuesday for about five hours. The ED was granted permission by a local court to question the politician in cell number one. He was questioned for six hours today, according to the Hindu. The agency is expected to probe Sisodia on various charges, including the alleged destruction of cell phones that were in his possession, as well as the policy decisions followed by him as the excise minister of Delhi. These charges were mentioned in the ED's charge sheets. According to the allegations, the Delhi government's excise policy allowed cartelization and favoured certain dealers who allegedly paid bribes for licences. The Amadmi Party, however, strongly denies these claims. The Delhi LG had recommended a CBI probe after the policy was scrapped, following which the ED filed a case under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. The President has cleared a Punjab legislation which aims at giving property rights to over 11,200 tenants occupying more than 4,000 acres of land. The move will empower tillers of such land who mostly belong to the economically and socially weaker sections. These tenants have been in occupation of small parcels of land for many years and inherit their rights from generation to generation. But as they were not registered owners, they did not have access to financial institutions for loans or relief for any natural disasters. With the passing of legislation, they will now get all the benefits like other landowners, officials have said. The Punjab Westing of Proprietary Rights Bill 2020 was passed by the Punjab Assembly in 2020 when the Congress government was in power. It was later approved by the Ahmadmi Party government. Meanwhile, President Draupadi Murmu has also given her assent to a Telangana bill which allows imposition of a fine on people standing surety for securing bail in cases of grave offences if he or she fails to produce the accused on the date fixed by the court. The Code of Criminal Procedure Bill 2020 was introduced by K. Chandrasekhar Rao government. The amendment was introduced after a state-level judicial officers' conference in 2016 suggested it, officials said. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has extended the deadline for public comments on a consultation paper related to sponsors of investment vehicles, real estate investment trusts and infrastructure investment trusts. These proposed changes reflect the SEBI's view that the REIT and INVIT industry is in a nascent stage and continuously evolving. The REIT and INVITs are relatively new investment instruments in the Indian context but are popular in global markets. The consultation paper, which proposes changes to the rules governing REIT and INVITs, was put in place on 23rd of February and was open for public comments until Wednesday. However, the SEBI has extended the timeline to 15th of March. The proposed changes require sponsors to own a certain percentage of units in these investment vehicles for a certain period of time. The SEBI suggested that sponsors should hold 15% of the capital for a period of three years from the date of listing and then hold 5% of the unit capital after three to five years, 3% from five to 10 years, 2% from 10 to 20 years, and 1% after 20 years. The SEBI believes that these changes are necessary for the benefit of unit holders and to address the structural vulnerabilities associated with the absence of a sponsor for the REITs and INVITs. 
Listeners, the Northeastern polls reveal a new political landscape with two opposing forces, Hindu nationalism and local subnationalism. However, regional forces are fighting to protect their territories and keep the BJP at bay. Read our contributor Samrat X's analysis on newslaundry.com. It is titled Hindu nationalism and local subnationalisms northeast poll results show rise of two poles. We have been able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The enforcement directorate has conducted raids at homes of three Hurit leaders over a case linked to the alleged sale of medical seats in Pakistan to students from Kashmir. The agency suspects that the proceeds from the sale were being used to fund terrorist activities in the region. According to officials in Srinagar, the ED search premises linked to Qazi Yasser in Anantnag, Zafar Bhatt in Baghe Mehtab area in Srinagar, and Mohammad Iqbal Khwaja in Matan area of Anantnag. These raids were conducted simultaneously by ED officials along with the Jammu and Kashmir police. According to sources, the ED's investigation is part of a larger crackdown on illegal activities in Jammu and Kashmir, where separatists have long been accused of supporting and funding terrorism in the region. The agency has been investigating the flow of funds from Pakistan-based terror outfits into the hands of separatist groups and their leaders in the region. Lawmakers in Nepal have begun voting to elect new president today, with the outcome potentially impacting the stability of Prime Minister Pushpa Kamal Dal's government, who's also known as Prachanda. Current president Bidya Devi Bhandari's tenure is set to end on 12th of March. Ramchandra Podel of the Nepali Congress and Subhash Chandra Nimbang of the CPNUML are aiming for the top post. The presidential election is a face-off between two former speakers of the House of Representatives. The total number of voters for the presidential election is 882, consisting of 332 members of the parliament and 550 members of the provincial assemblies of seven provinces. The voting began at 10 a.m. local time at the new Baneshwar Base Parliament building. The election commission will begin counting votes at 4 p.m. to declare the results by 7 p.m. The election of the president is held based on weighted voting system with the vote weightage of federal MP being 79 while that of provincial assembly member is 48. The term of office of the president will be 5 years from the date of election and an individual can be elected for the post only for two terms. The presidential election comes at a time when Prime Minister Pranjanda's government is facing challenges to maintain its parliamentary majority following a rift over the candidacy of Podel. The outcome of the election could have an impact on the government's stability which has been facing calls for its resignation over allegations of corruption and mismanagement in the handling of COVID-19 pandemic. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.